Hey, this is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Audrey, it is yet another Tech Vibe Radio here on a Friday night in the Pittsburgh area, which we love so much. We do. Yeah. 412. I even like 724. 814. I make them all, man. It all goes <laughs> What's out. What's 814? That's going up towards like Erie going north. That's going out towards like Penn State. All the areas that our signal hits. Wow. And our companies go out in those in those areas, too, because we represent not just Pittsburgh, but southwestern Pennsylvania. And that's what makes our jobs so much fun. And why I can't believe it's been 22 years since we've been doing Tech 50. We, why we have a Tretzi coming around the corner, like how it's already, you know, we're, we're deep in the fall. Crazy things are kind of going on. I'm just saying, there's a lot happening. There is a lot happening. And it's... um. You know, it's just a blend of so many different things, it is. which is just makes it so interesting to be here. Yeah. You know, you have some of this fluff recognition that we get. Yeah. I don't like the fluff recognition. I don't recognition. like the fluff re- recognition either. I don't like, oh, it's such a great place. It's the best place <laughs> to live in the whole world. <laughs> really? It's the best place to have a yard. <laughs> it's the best place to raise kids. Really? <laughs> really? You know, I mean, Great. it's the best place if you're single. It's the best place if you're old. <laughs> and to get snow cones. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best place. You know, and I always crack up. Now you're making me laugh. I, I just always crack up because it's like, you know, we can't, you but know. we love it because we can say, we're number one. We're, we're number, number one. one. Yeah. It's delusional. It's delusional. It's an right. amazing place to live. Do not get me wrong. Of course it is. But it is we have so much to do. I know. And that's the thing that it's, if it, you know, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I want Don't people to know. Don't get hit by a bus. We can't do that. that if you're crossing you cannot fifth, be complacent yeah. in this world. Exactly. Be a creator. Move be a giver. Be a builder. Be a builder. Be a pioneer. Because that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And when we know that we're continuing to create, that's why I love this gig. I know. Because we're around people who are creating they're always and building. Like, they're always up in the game. Already. Right. It's kind and of they're nuts. up in the game. They're rising tides and they're doing it against all odds. And to me, that's the best part of living. Absolutely, man. I agree with you 100%. Right. Keeps Not just sitting around being a consumer. Exactly. Or just grabbing stuff. Taking a check and saying, yeah. hey, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, it's the next iteration of opportunities and possibilities. You know, recently I've had an opportunity to hang out with a woman who runs the Port Authority. Hopefully we can get her on the air. Yeah, how was that? So well, she's good. I mean, she's got a I'm big... I'm excited about that. She's got a big, you know, no pun intended, road ahead. But, you know, I'm talking to her like, I want, a B- I want transportation right to the airport. She's We're like, the only city that doesn't have that. Yeah. Well, doesn't the 28X? The 28X is great. It's cheap. I love that. But it's, it's you know, right. it's, oh, a yeah. Slow yeah. it's a slow kind of crawling thing. Yeah. Right. I've never to taken it out. To go out there. Right. And um, many Pittsburghers just don't take it, and it doesn't go to where they need to go. Gotcha. So, um, you know, so she's got big vision. She's got great experience. She's got great perspective. She's she's quote unquote an outsider coming in, which I totally love. Yeah, it brings that a whole different perspective. Brings a great perspective. Of, same kind of it's I feel the same way as I do about Christina Casota, so yes, at the airport. Absolutely. Outsider, deep experience in airport. And think about the changes that she's been able to Right. Enact. Look it's at the changes she's been awesome. able to amass over yeah. time. So I like that. And and Catherine at the Port Authority comes with a lot of expertise in transportation. She's a transportation girl. 
Exactly. You know, she's done it for over 20-some-odd years. Exactly. So I am excited by that kind of new perspective because that's where my cynicism right. emanates from oh, when I course. go, oh, we're the best, we're, we're the, the greatest. <laughs> like, no, we still have so many things to do. Right. So we need to, to grow. We exactly. need to grow and make sure that we don't have all this traffic that we're having right now. This is what I've been trying to figure out. Right. I, know, I know our population is flat. Right. Right. I think the population that we have just becoming more active and in their cars more. Because I definitely notice a marked difference in traffic over the past five years. Oh. Like to the point where it's, I'm becoming like annoyed by it. I know people who live in real traffic areas will just laugh at my, you know, 35 or 40 minute commute. But to me, that's like precious time being wasted. And I prefer to ride my bike to work, but can't always well, do right, that. Right. But I mean, you would think in this day and age. Yeah. Forget about comparing it to L.A. or New York or Boston, but in this day and age, we should be able to solve the traffic problem. You would think. I mean, especially if you look at it, if we could actually apply some of these automated technologies to our cars. Just say, as you're driving, it knows the spacing of the cars so you cannot jam up a tunnel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm serious. These simple But things. I don't even know if that's the actual I point think... of, of congestion. I know it is. Very often, people, but I don't know in people, and of itself. People if that's can't the drive problem. and are freaked out going into a tunnel, so they hit the brakes and it causes this crazy chain reaction. And I bet you there's like some weird algorithm that shows if a cars are going at a certain speed and I know a certain car slows down in a certain lane, how that makes this ripple effect that just makes everything grind to a halt and then someone gets rear-ended and it stinks. <laughs> and I'm sitting around waiting to get on and I'm like, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh is number one in having dumb traffic. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness, Audrey. It's true. But it, you know, at the end of the day, as you're saying, I think it's absolutely correct. Pittsburgh, you're coming here to build something, to right. do something, to move the freaking needle. Right. And our members make that happen and our radio show puts a it's a great example on that. And one of the things tonight, Audrey, I'm doing a special out-of-studio podcast with Steel Bridge Labs, a new fintech incubator. Talk about rolling up your sleeves and doing new stuff in Pittsburgh. Moving the needle forward, these guys are doing it. I cannot wait for people to hear this, this uh, snippet we have with them later in the show today. I think that's going to be like a lot of fun. Steel Labs. Steel, yeah, Steel Bridge Steel Labs. Steel Bridge, yes, right. Exactly. Just saying. Uh, the uh, the uh, other thing I talked to so. James Kellett from NeoWorld came from Australia to Pittsburgh. They're opening a new little office here, Shingle. They do uh, learning technologies, how gaming can make kids learn. So James Kellett from Australia came to our offices, grabbed an interview with him too. So we're plugging that one into the show. I'm just That's saying I'm, great. We're, we're plugging things into the show today just to let people know that there might be differences in sound quality as they as they listen to the show they should all be great sound yeah. quality they should be pretty good but i'm just saying i'm in the field man that's all you know the, sometimes airplanes fly overhead doors open you know uh, babies cry and uh, sirens go off in the middle of interviews sometimes. no babies and it can happen no babies no, no babies and of course audrey we have bob fields and uh, jacob kring stopping by from hypersense really cool oh company. that's yeah. really great yeah they were an alpha lab gear company and uh, really cool stuff i love the idea of being able to improve the indoor quality air quality and temperature and save energy and mm -hmm. make it more comfortable all through automated stuff. So I'm, I'm excited about it. That's great. You're going to put one of those in your house? My house is not equipped. My house is 130 years old. So you don't think it can accommodate? We're going to have to find out. I don't know. That, that's a good question because think about all the old homes in Pittsburgh right. like mine. I'm yeah. not the only house in Pittsburgh built in 1890, right? No. So there must be many. And I've done many updates to my house. So maybe that's something that I could use. 
I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm always here to help you. These guys, you are. And, <laughs> and these guys are here to maybe <laughs> anyway, make my house more money. Anyway, you can spend more money. Anyway, spend more money. I'm going to tell not? you. Please tell me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so funny. So He's going to ask for a raise. I am. I always do. But I never get it. So but I, I, One day you'll say yes. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. And I'm banking on it. <laughs> and then I can afford the high percent system for my house. And, it's true. How about if we just buy the system for you instead of a raise? No, I want the raise. <laughs> I'll just tell you I installed the system. <laughs> Anyhow, we got a fun show in front of you tonight. Audrey, always always a pleasure hanging out with you and, and talking to these great companies. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. We've got so many things going on. We can't even keep track of it. I know Tech 50 is right around the corner. Learn all about it there. We'll be right back after this quick break. So glad you're tuned in to Tech Vibe Radio tonight. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, as I had mentioned in the show, you know, it was summertime. I was out and about grabbing interviews when I could. People call me up. They're like, hey, we well, got to be on tech vibe but the person i'm suggesting you know he's flying in from australia he's only gonna be here for a day oh wow so i gotta like go to where the interviews are sometimes right Right. you know polish up the old mfu the mobile field unit it's been a while (laughs) just saying you're allowed to say mfu i can absolutely the mobile field unit we 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 speak in acronyms around here in order to keep things fast-paced and moving so we have james kellett from neo world really cool company setting up a shingle here in pittsburgh and it's all about it's all about learning for children and using gaming to to help children learn better so i'm really excited you know i always love it when technology and the kids come together and they start learning and doing stuff all of a sudden he likes kids all of a sudden i care what can i say so anyhow <laughs> here's my conversation with uh, james cullet from neo world i hope you enjoyed as much as i had uh, interview and as you know tech vibe we are world famous for we go where the interviews are sometimes we can't always make it into the studio so we're actually at pittsburgh technology council's temporary headquarters here on isabella street we're talking to one james kellett he he's the chairman executive chairman and ceo of neo World actually just set up a presence here in Pittsburgh, and it's all about bringing technology to level education. Really exciting stuff, and some really cool initiatives. And uh, so, James, you flew in all the way from Australia, which I think is fantastic. And this is your first time in Pittsburgh. Quickly, tell us about yourself and what you do, and how you how you got linked up with this whole Neo World stuff. Jonathan, thank you, and uh, it's certainly a delight to see your great city. It's a sparkling city as you arrive in it the first time. Neo World is a uh, has had an amazing journey, in starting out in education, entertainment, technology, and then finally finding a place uh, helping special needs kids. And that was a rather serendipitous moment with an extreme autistic child who could not speak. I could not read and yet took one of our technology games to the highest level and at that point uh, a number of people realised that that NeoWorld had a certain formula that could be helpful to not only autistic kids but other kids with learning difficulties uh, not only in your country but also in Australia and in fact right around the world. That is so interesting. I love hearing that where you, you literally find someone that can use technology and it opens up their entire world and probably completely changes it. And you're like, wait a second, we're on to something here. We need to start actually you know, scaling this in, in, in other directions. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, after that, um, that event, which was, as I said, was just a, a milestone event, uh, we then engaged with District 75 in New York City, which is a, a non-geographically defined city across the five boroughs of New York. 
York that has 26,000 special needs kids and we started to deploy in uh, a number of those schools and we got the same success. We got, once we got pacification because of the engagement with the, the platform and then once we were able to engage the kids we could educate them but also we have very powerful analytics on the back of the uh, platform which enables the educators to determine the level of independent uh, instruction that the child might need. So we're in a regular class you would find that largely the students are on a similar level. The students that in many cases we deal with are of vastly different age and vastly different vastly different levels. And the consequence of that is more often than not they're left out. There's no education equity. The huge digital divide is, is getting bigger and bigger. So what we've found that we can do is we can analyse these children, we can have the educators can work with us, they can now have individually curated programs for the children and most importantly they have individual reports for each of those children. How do you assess a child that's non-verbal if you don't have some form of technology? So as we're seeing in all things Jonathan, technology today in education is playing even a bigger role and the fascinating thing is that if you can take a child from dependence to independence, there's a tenfold, the cost of that change, there's a tenfold economic benefit over the life of that child. I never even thought about that way, but that is absolutely true. And at the end of the day, you're just improving the quality of lives. I mean, you're bringing people into the fold, like lessening that divide, and it's technology that's doing it. And I'm thinking about all the data that you're collecting on the back and how you can learn from that and then start applying that to other students and then helping the students that are currently in there. That's just amazing stuff to me. So what are you doing here in Pittsburgh? Why are you visiting Pittsburgh? Well, we're very fortunate, actually, to be here in Pittsburgh because uh, there's a couple of reasons, Jonathan. First of all, is obviously a technology and education uh, centre for the US, uh, but uh, most importantly, one of our senior staff members is also resident here in Pittsburgh. So that gave us the opportunity to spread our wings beyond New York and, and come to work here in, uh, in Pittsburgh, and we're uh, developing a, a team here to work with particularly in special needs and slow learners' environment. That is fascinating. So glad to have you here in Pittsburgh. And sometimes it's those cool draws that bring you that, that actually bring you here. Now, as, as part of this, I'd be you're meeting with some some legislators and elected officials while you're here, and it's all around this. What connected uh, connect all kids is this initiative that you guys are part of? Can you tell us about that, Jonathan? One of the issues that we have is that um, governments. Um, not only here in the US but right around the world tend to be slow to put funding towards education for special needs. It's a hangover from the past. So we've created a Connect All Kids uh, program uh, to, make, to create awareness that with the provision of technology, the provision of um, appropriate funding that these t- kids can become Independent, they can become meaningful members of of your society, and uh, Connect the Kids is is an awareness program that we've been driving, and largely we're directing that at uh, uh, philanthropic uh, funds, uh, corporate funds, and most importantly, politicians. Well, that's a great place to start because they're the ones with the dollars and they see where where the resources need to go. And to really educate them on the importance that technology is what can actually make this happen and can scale it quickly as well, too. Tell me about that. Well, we live in the world today and the advantage that uh, pretty well every major city you go to has uh, good Internet connections. Uh, the cost of technology becomes cheaper and cheaper. Not only that uh, connectivity, because we use a live platform so we can get real-time data from these kids. Also, we use a live platform so that they, if they're on the platform at home, 
we're still collecting that real-time data. We then use that real-time data to work with the educators to further improve the platform and adjust the platform. So it's a, it's a circular pattern of collecting more data, of the kids enjoying the platform, and that's the most important thing, Jonathan. They all enjoy the platform because they're on a journey and there's activities that they need to complete to get to the next part of the journey. So they're incentivised to keep moving through the journey. At the same time, they're learning. At the same time, we're gathering the data. and the same time, we're adjusting their learning program. And the technology that has become far cheaper. You know, in Asia today, you can buy a tablet for you know, basically a few dollars. Our platform works on that. Um, whether it be a, an iPad, whether it be a, a laptop, any platform, or whether it be the ubiquitous phone that every household has, the platform works on that. That is so cool. The idea that it comes across all the platforms and the best of all, the kids don't know they're learning. They're having fun. They're being engaged. That's when you know you have something good going on. (laughs) So people want to learn more about NeoWorld. If they want to learn more about the Connect All Kids, what's the best place for them to go? Neoworld.com. And that's with a K, right? K-N-E-O. Neoworld.com with a K. Very cool stuff. So once again, welcome to Pittsburgh. So glad you're here visiting us and so glad for that you're setting up some presence here in Pittsburgh and that we know our, our tech industry can help kind of play into this and make this reach even more, more kids and be even more effective as far as that goes. So thanks again, James, for hanging out with us tonight. We do appreciate it. Thank you. So do I. So we're coming right back after this quick break, I swear. This is Jonathan Kirsting. I'm with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Fly on to Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back, everybody. So glad you're spending your Friday evening with us on Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, you know I've been talking about the Hypersense stuff for quite a while. I know. He's, does he work for you? He wants to. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we have Jacob Kring here. He's the CEO of Hypersense. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, so quickly, tell our listeners, just a quick pitch, what does Hypersense do? So what Hypersense does is deliver room-by-room zoning and climate control. So typically in your home, you've got a hot room or a cold room. What we're doing is balancing the system out so you can actually be comfortable in your own home. It starts with sensors that we're putting into every single room of the house. Mm -hmm. We're learning kind of the conditions of your space, how you use your home. And then from our app, we're understanding what your favorite uh, temperature preferences are, you know, if you like it a little more humid or you want it a little bit dehumidified. And wow. then from there, we're managing where the airflow is going using our motorized dampers. So we're actually forcing the air where it needs to be based on where you are in the home. And so are you connected to the units themselves? So what we do is we replace the registers where your air comes out in your home. And so we have a bunch of different decorative trims, designs, face really? plates, so we match your home decor. And then what Any we're Victorian to- style ones. <laughs> We have some that, that yes. might fit, I need Mediterranean. Fit. Yeah, she does. I need gilded, and you need things that... Yeah, so we have gold ones, too. That would be perfect. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Gold-plated. Okay, um, okay so you have floors, these... We've got the wood floors. They, they look really good. So, Wow. So right now, we are talking to the head of Hypersense. Absolutely. And so well, if you're near a computer or your phone, look up Hypersense.com. So that way you can uh, really understand what we're talking about because yeah. these guys started this from nothing. I, do, I like that concept of surfing while what, while listening. There's a, there's like I'm a five saying. minute uh, video pitch that kind of goes over you the whole thing. Here. It's a much longer Absolutely. overview. Yeah. So where did you get this idea from and saying, I have this idea. I actually want to turn this into a company. So it's a, it's a mix of, of two people's experiences with, with heating and cooling. The first was, 
uh, one of our co-founders, Daniel Mose, who used to be the chair of computer science at the University of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, he's he's from Brazil. He loves it. A nice 75, nice and warm. <laughs> I see where this is going. Okay. <laughs> His daughter was born here in Pittsburgh. And she doesn't like it anywhere near 75. And so what he was finding is that she would just open up a window. And he just kept thinking, if I could just stop the air from going into our room, it would be all right. And I right. wouldn't spend so much energy. So, of course, he came to, to us as a, as a group of, of people at the University of Pittsburgh. Brendan and I, uh, my other co-founder, were students at the time at the University of Pittsburgh, and he pitched this big idea of, of basically controlling everything you could possibly think of in your home to be more energy efficient. Right, 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 and right. Of course, we couldn't do everything at once, so we narrowed down on something that I was personally dealing with myself, which was in my South Oakland apartment over by Pitt. I, had a, <laughs> I love this audience. This is so an cool. An unfortunate uh, heating and cooling system where the thermostat was sitting in my roommate's room. Yep. And of course, everything's great for him, but I'm at the end of the apartment freezing. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually I convinced him, like, hey, we got to turn this up. It's not working for me. But the result of that was a $600 electricity bill at the end of the month, which oh. is how much I was paying for rent. So that was a no-go. I chose to freeze. But on top of that, I actually chose to start this company with, with Daniel. Wow. And I love this, Audrey. Practical reasons to start a company. There's problems to be solved. And so how has the market received you these days? It's great. We've got a lot of interest from consumers who have reached out to us, and we're also working with HVAC contractors and smart home integrators to actually install the product. As you're building something, right? So you I see, might need that. And then obviously retrofitting as well, too. Is that part yeah, of the thing? Yeah, it's primarily retrofitting. Okay. So, so this is good for air and heat. Yep. So it's it's all forced air systems. So if if it blows hot air or cold air, it'll work with with your system. That's what I'm talking about. That's really cool. So you can buy direct from you. No. So what what you do is you could e- you could either reach out to us through our website and we would connect you with a professional contractor, or you could reach out to your contractor, and they could come reach out to us. But essentially, what we do is we work with your HVAC professional because at the end of the day. The HVAC system in the basement of your house is probably the most expensive thing you have in the house. And rightfully, most people don't really want to touch it. So what we do is we work with somebody who has experience, who can come in, install the system, install the different pieces that you need so that it's done right the first time and the experience is great right, right off the bat. So you've had it's a tough challenge getting this company up and going because not only are you developing really leading-edge technology, but you have to actually now penetrate a market have people actually install and sell. So, I mean, that's a lot for you guys to take on. That's a pretty, pretty bold move to, to do this. Well, the interesting thing is that the HVAC market kind of works like this already, right? Okay. So you have HVAC guys. You don't install your own HVAC equipment. So we're just leveraging some of the existing network that already ex- that's already out there gotcha. to help us get off the ground. And then create that general awareness. People say, I want that. I'm tired of freezing and I'm tired of being hot. And Exactly. I, I, mean, I mean, every time we talk to a contractor, it's the same thing. Every single one of my customers could use this. Everybody calls me and had this problem. I love wow. it. Wow. I would think that the um, HVAC companies would be interested in this, or maybe not. Well, they might be. And in time, we would you know, work with them as we become more mature and, and start to understand How what they're How long have you been for. doing this? Uh, just over two years now. Wow. So, That's quick. Yeah. That's, are you hiring? Uh, right now, we are not hiring, but we just came off a hiring spree, and we'll be hiring eventually. But Audrey, he said he was going to hire me. I know. I thought you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I'm working you for were free. already yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, you thought I, you I, already I, signed the contract. I, I took the last slot. <laughs> there was a verbal contract. Yeah, absolutely. Before the show, we're like, hey, you know, I'm coming over there. It's going to be cool. <laughs> or hot, however you want it. You know, so what decide. kinds of people do you have on your team? Uh, so there's a mix of, of technical people who have computer science backgrounds. We've got some people that have more of a mechanical engineering background. 
And then, of course, uh, we have people on our team that have business backgrounds who can go in sales. For instance, Bob Fields um, has – we joined our team about a year ago. He has experience leading uh, B2B sales, SaaS sales, and he's helped set up national installation networks. Oh, that's which great. Which is exactly yeah. what we're trying right. to do. He's right. got that experience that you don't have that you bring him in yep. to do that yep. for you. So the, the core founding team was technical and – of course, we can make things, but we needed some support with somebody who right. had some experience. And so when Bob came in, it was really a great fit for us. That's so really are you great. manufacturing? We are manufacturing. In fact, most of our manufacturing is done here in Western PA. What? Oh, that's really? what I want to hear, man. How so cool is that? So you're doing contract work? We set, so we have OEM manufacturers here, um, contract manufacturers here. Uh, you know, Most of our goods are either bought through American manufacturers or actually made here and assembled here. Um, We've got our injection molding plastics done in, in Erie, or will be done in Erie, I should say. Uh, our electronics manufacturing, all the assembly is done just, you know, 20 minutes from here, 30 minutes from here, off 28. So, you know, it's Did really Did you think you were going to be doing this two years Exactly. Ago? Yeah. Uh, How cool. Yes and no. I mean, I always thought it could could grow to what it was. but Did you? It was, yeah. After that $600 heating bill? Well, because it was a real problem and I felt it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I wasn't going to solve it for everybody, I was at least going to solve it for myself. Gotcha. I love that. Yeah. Is this the first company you've ever started? This is my first company, yes. So. And what have you learned? What What have you learned about this? I mean, everything I've done has been a learning process. Uh, you know, I think one of the things I was most worried about coming into it was just that I hadn't done it and I didn't know really anything about it and mm-hmm. just yeah. i've learned over time that it's okay not to know you just kind of gotta gotta run into it and figure just it make out it happen right right so that's probably built up your confidence oh yeah definitely and and you know i'm an engineer and so talking in public was something that was not my uh not my your, forte, not your forte. <laughs> it wasn't but now you're like a stand-up comic oh or... i'm not i wouldn't go that far but but I, i've definitely found myself becoming a lot more comfortable with that and yeah so, that's good sure. that's great that's awesome. so that's a surprise right Definitely, yeah. That's a big surprise. Then, so do you do anything for fun? <laughs> Sometimes. I actually, uh, I was just camping a couple weekends ago, so that was a lot of fun for Camping's me. Camping's an awesome thing. You man. know, f- being in the, the nitty-gritty right. of a technology company, right. it's sometimes nice to go you somewhere where you can decompress a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you really let loose? Well, there was no service there, so I didn't really have right. an option. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, Audrey, we were talking to Joel Johnson from Boxy a few right. weeks ago, and he was like, no, I had to take like a few weeks and just get on my bike and just kind of ride into the wilderness a right. little bit, just because. I mean- I get too in my head and the access to it, anything that comes up, but I'm immediately thinking right. about it. And this way I can't, I mean, I can think about it all I want, but I can't do anything right. about it. <laughs> so you went through the Alpha Lab gear program, right? That's correct. That was yep. probably really crucial to helping you guys get off on the right foot. Tell me about that. Absolutely. So, well, first at, at the University of Pittsburgh, we participated in Pitt's uh, Accelerator Program, right. which is the Blast Furnace. Exactly. And started the Blast oh, Furnace. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out a hot ingot at the Blast Furnace ready for Alpha Lab gear, right? And that was one of our first kind of experiences working with, you know, other entrepreneurs that had experience or had done things like right. this. And so, of course, transitioning into AFLAB gear where they actually provided some more funding for us, you know, it was really great to be around these types of people who right. had done it and just could could tell you, hey, hey, that that's probably not a good idea. Don't do right. that. Well, they had or, the mentors absolutely. there, but the other companies that are also working there as well, too. So you really are immersed oh, in yeah. an ecosystem and a culture there of, like, getting a company off the ground. One, one of the things I always say that I really appreciated about being in Alpha Lab Gear was being right next to all the other companies. Because okay. You're going through the same thing with them, you know, especially the companies that have products similar to ours. You know, I could go over and ask them, like, hey, how are you manufacturing this? What did you do? How did you get approval for your, yeah, that's your great. devices? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, it's so hard to do it alone. Having that proximity and, and the people around you. Yeah. So we've got a couple minutes left. Sure. What's the future of HyberSense? Is there other areas you can apply this technology, other markets you can hit? Like, well, What are your well, thoughts? Our, our, our goal, first and foremost, is to make you more comfortable in your home. But what that does is gives us a ton of data and information about what's happening in this space so mm-hmm. we can be more uh, proactive about making conditions better in your space, right. giving you alerts, understanding what's happening in your space. So over time, we can tell you, hey, you know, this this duct line isn't performing as well or you know, your HVAC system hasn't performed as well as it did this year that it did last year. You should go get it checked out. And then on the on the inside we can alert you hey there's there's motion in your house and we weren't expecting there to be motion is wow. that you so Stuff it could like be that. part security oh, system too interesting so i'm not going to go so far as to say right. it's a security system no, but, but but there's chances for us to give exactly. you the information that you can start to use it and be better about mm-hmm. controlling and managing your home space. I love it, man. Well, I'm so glad you got to stop by the show and tell yeah, us. This thank is... you for doing the work. It's it's yeah. bold and courageous work. It's fun though. That's what it's all about, it and you're That's having great. a good time. That makes yeah. it just double fantastic. So that was Hypersense. 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 dot com. Check them out. We're taking a quick break. We're coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio. Rumor has it, Audrey. I'm bringing up my segment next, all about uh, Steel Bridge Labs with Buchanan Labs. Special awesome. special podcast that I grabbed. So stay stay tuned for that. This is Jonathan Kirsting, and this is Audrey Busso. Audrey, the last time I checked, we are passionate about the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us there at pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. So glad you could join us here for Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. And as promised, actually, it's been a while since we've been on the road with Buchanan Labs. It was about a year ago we did our last segment, and it's been way too long. So I'm really, really glad to get the band back together again and under really, really cool circumstances. So we're actually recording from the Steel Bridge Labs space in the Strip District on 28th Street. Fantastic space. It's a fintech incubator. Just to show you what's going on in Pittsburgh. Yes, there are fintech incubators in Pittsburgh. Plus, there's also the Buchanan Labs as well, too. So be sure to go to Buchanan-Labs.com and learn all about them. They make this segment happen for us. They are our partner in bringing you great interviews like this. And with us, we have Ed Gratton from Buchanan Ingersoll and Rooney. No stranger to tech, Bob Ed. Thanks for hanging out with us here at Steel Bridge Labs. How are you doing today, Jonathan? Thanks for having me back on the show. Absolutely. And Jim Holichick? Of course, running the place here at Steel Bridge Labs. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm here. I don't know if I'm, I'm running it. I, I have quite the crew with me. But, you do. Yeah. No. Yeah. First off, this is really impressive space. I mean, congratulations on it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're uh, very proud of the space. It's certainly been a labor of love, and uh, we're glad it turned out the way it is. And appreciate you guys being here, Ed, yeah, Jonathan, you as, as well. So uh, excited to do the show from our brand new ca- headquarters. The HQ here. HQ, so, global headquarters. So when does the helicopter landing pad go? Is that soon? <laughs> let's do a few more deals. Okay. And uh, let's uh, make some waves here in Pittsburgh, and then we'll figure that out. That would right? be a lot of fun, just <laughs> flying over, if you know what I mean, yeah, as far as yeah. that goes. So first off, let's just talk about Stillbridge Lab. You guys yes. have been around for a while. Yeah. Give us the overview of what's happening here at Stillbridge. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Stillbridge Laboratories is a business that we founded three years ago. Um, it is a fintech VC. Um, you know, we run our, our venture capital firm as an incubator, uh, right. and, and obviously, as we said, focus on fintech. Um, the way we approach it is we work with entrepreneurs who are just getting up and running. Yeah. Um, you know, they may have a good idea that's on a whiteboard, and we try to help them turn that good idea into a company. 
Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's that's what we do, and we're super excited about it. It makes total sense why you're hanging out with Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney, and Buchanan Labs, because they kind of do that same thing in some ways that's as correct. far as that goes. So, Ed, tell us a little bit about Buchanan, and obviously, I know your passion for startups and emerging technology, it goes back to the founding of Pittsburgh's tech sector, you know, back in the 70s as far Absolutely. as that is. Absolutely. We, we reach very far back in terms of helping uh, young emerging companies try to get to the point where they have organized themselves in a correct manner or do their early stage financings. And we try to offer a competitive uh, label in terms of offering uh, cost-efficient uh, legal solutions to startup companies through our Buchanan Labs platform uh, through, Bu- 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 through Buchanan or already. Absolutely. And I've always liked to Buchanan is like, it's, you're not just a law firm, you're partners with your, with, with your clients. It's like literally like you're like the fifth beetle. Absolutely. So, you know, we'll day in, day out get calls from clients, not just related to legal issues, but also pro- providing that business advice for, uh, especially on the individuals with, younger individuals with companies that really, you know, don't know the ins and outs of general business, uh, you know, acumen. And so we try to uh, assist them in everyday needs that they have, uh, whether it be legal or business advice. Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm, I have to assume you're working with some of the companies that are coming out of, out of Stillbridge Labs here, working with Stillbridge themselves. Sure. Sure. We, we've worked on, a, you know, a quite a, a few of them, but uh, we're looking forward to a larger partnership with Stillbridge Labs. Very cool. Very cool. So Stillbridge Labs, first off, this place blows my mind. I, first off, <laughs> second off, should I say, I love the fact that Pittsburgh has a fintech incubator. Yeah. Being right on that vertical, I think, is really interesting. Tell our listeners, what is fintech these days, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, fintech is um, really technology that allows us to get in touch with with money a little bit better than we had in the past. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, historically, if you think back 20 years, you used to walk into the bank and, and you know, get cash out and, you know, write checks to... to I know. I almost forget that there was a time when I'd get yeah. my expense check and you'd like... Yeah, walk down to the bank right. and deposit it. And now it's just like, no, I just scan it with my phone and go on with my business. That's correct. So, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a teller for a living. Yeah, so. no, it's true. Although uh, I think tellers and their role in the in the in the branches are be, becoming a little more valuable. Right. Meaning that when you do go in and you need to speak to somebody, they need to be very well equipped to answer your Good questions. Good point. Okay. Uh, you know, historically, you walk into a teller and and you know they've really just sort of moved money around and didn't necessarily have deep knowledge in, in what your needs were. Now. That, that we're using, you know, ATMs to do our banking. When we do have to go to somebody, they need to have that knowledge. Exactly. That Makes sense. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, but fintech. I mean, that's just one piece of it. That, right. You know, that's the consumer facing. So the listeners, when you think of fintech, it's you know mobile payments on your phone. It's um, apps to help with with managing your money and so forth. But but again, that's one piece of the puzzle. There's enterprise technology that's helping these financial services organizations and retailers and really sort of uh, the economy. Uh, uh, operate more effectively, and so when we look at fintech, we look at it every. We look at everything from you know back office software, enterprise software that these organizations are using, all the way through to the consumer facing technology. So it's really an evolving business. It's so exciting the way it cuts across everything. Like it that. really does. I mean, it makes everything day, we do yeah. every day. All of us. And money. At the, end, at the end of the day, money drives everything, right? That's correct. You got to have the financial transactions yeah. happening securely and efficiently. Yeah, that's quickly. the thing too. Yeah, compliance, security. We all want to be comfortable that if we are paying with our phone that it's going to go through and somebody's not going to necessarily steal our credit card number for example absolutely so, and we take that for granted as to how seamless that is to us yeah, it's, and it's because of the types of technologies that are being deployed here oh absolutely I mean, you, yeah you look at you know uh, 
Alibaba in, in Asia and, and it's now Ant Financial. I mean, last quarter alone, they got a $12 billion infusion of capital. Just so, 12 billion bucks? 12 billion. Just, just 12 billion. Just 12 billion. So, you know, obviously a lot of uh, energy and resources is being put behind these financial institutions and that's obviously an outlier. I mean, it's it's the most valuable unicorn uh, sure. uh, company in, in the world, but but it just tells you where, where the money's going. And we here in, in Pittsburgh, obviously, are seeing billions of dollars flowing into robotics and AI and so forth with Argo AI and Ford putting a billion. Exactly. So, you know, technology is really moving the way we do things as, as individuals. For sure. Just reminding our listeners, we're here at Stillbridge Labs with Buchanan Labs doing a special segment here. And also, we have bonus content that goes with this. We're going to be nerding out on fintech and all sorts of fun things like that. If you go to iTunes and just search for Tech Vibe Radio, or if you go over to Buchanan-Labs.com, you can find it there as well, too. So, Jim, tell us about the types of companies that you are baking in this incubator. Right yeah, now. we've got some really cool stuff, and as you just mentioned, you're going to hear from, from two of our companies uh, post this this conversation. Yeah. So we're excited about Honeycomb Credit, which is a uh, Pittsburgh-based uh, debt crowdfunding platform that we've invested in. Um, George Cooks, our CEO, he's here joining us in, in a little bit. He's warming up in the green room right now. He is warming yes. up, yeah. I kind of heard him do that. La, 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 la. He was, yeah. he, actually, he was doing pull-ups. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he was just getting, he was just getting okay. ripped for it. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's here. Very excited about that. And then we have Eric Redline, yeah. who is a co-founder and CEO of New Moolah, which is a personal uh, financial platform focused on child financial wellness and literacy. Gotcha. So we're really excited about that one as well. But those are two of um, six, six businesses that we're invested in. And as a matter of fact, we invested in another one yesterday. I heard about that. So tell us about that real quick. What's yeah, well, we can't necessarily communicate it out yet. Oh, you but can't. Uh, oh, yeah, you may on, have heard please. about a different transaction okay. in our consulting business. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but the one we invested in yesterday is super exciting as well, and we'll get some information about that. We have to have you stop back on the show to tell us about that. In I will. Very near future. I'm going to hold you to it. Very near future. Okay. It's a Pittsburgh based fintech as well, so we're excited about that one. Yeah. Very cool. So more to come. So, Ed, Ed, when you're hanging out here, and you're seeing the activity going on here in Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts on how this is growing? Uh, honestly, when I came back from school almost eight years ago, uh, Pittsburgh was completely a different region before I left. And now coming back here, it's uh, really grown into something that is energetic and something that people want to be around. And having these financial firms located here in the city, I, I really could see that this is becoming the fan, financial tech hub that we really wanted to be, especially with the help of Stillbridge Labs taking a part in that growth within this region. Definitely. So Steelbridge, I mean, like I said, I can't get over the fact that Pittsburgh can actually support this, which I think Correct. is just great. What yeah. was the inspiration for you to say that we, we need to do this? Because you're hanging some serious risk out doing this. I mean, this is no easy task. Yeah. Why are you taking such effort? Uh, yeah, no, you're right. And, um, uh, you know, I think it's sort of what, what Ed said. You know, I'm a Pittsburgh guy through and through, grew up here. Um, I, I went away after school. I'm, I'm a Penn Stater. And, you know, a number of years later, I came back and just saw the the evolution of our city and right, right, right. you know my entire career as well as my partner's career careers have been in finance and um, you know building technology implementing technology working with other venture capital firms and private equity firms to help them do what they do better and it sort of dawned on us three years ago that we need to be out here making fintech investments ourselves and so you know we set out to to do that and we decided that Pittsburgh is the perfect location for it for a 
couple of reasons. One, you know, we have a ton of momentum when it comes to venture investing and, and sort of the things that our peers like Buchanan Labs and right. others are Absolutely. doing here in the city. We need more of it. We need 10 times more of it, but we're still, we're, we're making some good headway. So that was one. Two, obviously, here in Pittsburgh, as we all know, we've got two major financial institutions. We've got a number of universities that, that uh, offer up some really good talent. So that, that was important for us. And I think the third thing was uh, just the proximity to New York. Definitely. Uh, but at the same time, we still that have a reasonable cost of living. Um, still. Still. <laughs> still, for it's now. It's changing, man. Although Come the on. strip, which is where we are here, <laughs> is starting to change dramatically. <laughs> yes, um, it is. But, but having spent a lot of my time in living in New York for a number of years, I recognize that that city is looking to Pittsburgh and other areas to uh, land some of their operational staff and so forth. So good reason for us to be here in Pittsburgh. For plus, sure. Plus, we love the city. I mean, this is our home. Who doesn't? Come yeah, on, there man. You Pittsburgh's go. the best. Especially on a day like today. Look at it. I right know. There. It's like, man, savor the day. You yeah. won't get too many of them that are like this. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. So we've got about a minute or so left. Just what are your thoughts on the future as, as we start to grow, as, as Steel Bridge Labs starts growing? Yeah, no, How absolutely. You working out? Yeah, Steel Bridge Labs, um, we're very excited about what we have in front of us. As I mentioned, we just did our seventh deal yesterday, so we'll announce that later uh, next week. Um, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And it, it, at the end of the day, we, we are a relatively, re- relatively um, you know, new entrant into venture capital investing. So we want to keep proving ourselves, have a, a few deals do really well, um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Maybe exactly. we'll open up a fund and, and try to pull some more money together from, from folks in the area. That's what it's all about. Keep yes. growing it. And you have Buchanan, Ingersoll and Rooney, Buchanan Labs, they're helping out with it, and guys like Ed Gratton. So. That's correct. Yeah, we on, love man. the guys over at Buchanan. So Ed, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I love it. So steelbridgelabs.com. That's correct. Check it out. And of course, buchanan-labs.com to learn all about what's going on there. And once again, there's bonus content right after this. Go and go over to iTunes, search for Tech Vibe Radio, and, and look for all the Steelbridge Labs, Steelbridge Labs content that we got going on. And uh, have a good time with that. So, you know, this is Jonathan Kirsting with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Love bringing the show every single Friday night. Simple as that. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Go on over to Twitter at pghtech. And then have yourself an awesome weekend.